Welcome back to the Squared Sports Podcast. On the this podcast, Lane, Frank, we're now episode 114. It's for 114 episodes through, and I got action-packed episode planned for you. What a week we had in college basketball, NFL Combine just finished up, World Baseball Classic starting soon, so much more. So let's dive into an action-packed episode 114. Stay tuned. Let's start off episode 114, how you always do with the headlines in the NBA. The first thing I want to talk about in the NBA right now, before we get into all the drama rant news, before we get into all the Lakers news, I want to talk about my New York Knicks. The New York Knicks are balling out right now, undefeated since acquiring Josh Hart, undefeated in the second half of the season. Can they reach 50 wins? Seems going off right now. So happy about how my New York Knicks are playing. They beat the Boston Celtics without... Jalen Brunson, Emmanuel quickly went off, shows the depth of this team, the bench of this team. I really like it. New York Knicks balling out right now. What a win that was on Sunday night against the Boston Celtics. And for the Boston Celtics, they're losing a little bit now. They lost to the Cavaliers last night. Obviously, they lost to the Knicks. They're not number one in the Eastern Conference anymore. Joe Missoula kind of losing a little bit of that mojo. So let's see how it goes. Jason Tatum, not invincible. Jalen Brown can be injured. Al Horford, not the same as he is in the first half of the season. Is this team regressing a little bit in the second half of the season? Leave your thoughts on that in the comments section. How far do you think they fall in the Eastern Conference? For John Morant, this is the biggest storyline in the NBA I think we've had from a player in probably past 10 years. Because this is pretty nonsense right now. What's going on with John Morant? Obviously, people are saying, oh, his brain's going off the wall. He's doing this. He's doing that. This was before. Instagram live. They lost the Nuggets, and I'm thinking, oh, what a terrible game that was by John Morant. What a terrible game that was by the Grizzlies. They just have to refresh. But I'm awake, and I see John Morant on Instagram live. On the Instagram live, wasn't appropriate. Wasn't appropriate for this show. Wasn't appropriate for anything. It's just not good for the game of basketball. The guns, the club, everything in that. John Morant, we're doing Squared Sports Scrim. We're talking about Larry, but that's bad look for the Grizzlies, NBA, and most importantly, John Morant himself. The Lakers, everybody, they got a great win on Sunday against the Warriors without LeBron James. That was a good win for them right there. Lakers, let's see if they can keep it going. D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Davis, Nalik Beasley, a few other guys. I want to see if they can get into the plan without LeBron James. Let's see how it goes right there with the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's switch things over to NFL. We have the new league year starting 2023-2024 NFL season starting this week. That means we're going to get franchise tags. That means we're going to get trades, official trades, official free agency. A lot more stuff to come in the NFL. Derek Carr signed over the New Orleans Saints. A lot of rumors going on with the New Orleans Saints. Mike Thomas, Mario Davis, Cam Jordan, Alan Kamara, his trial, everything that's going on there. The NFC South rivals, Falcons, they get Lamar Jackson, they get Anthony Richardson, Panthers, Buccaneers, a lot of stuff going on in that division right now with the NFL, NFC South. We had a great week. The Combine, only one player got a 4-2 in the 40-yard dash, and that's my Michigan man, DJ Turner with the 4-2-6. DJ Turner still got burned in the college football playoff against TCU, gave up an 80-yard touchdown off a missed tackle. So don't buy so much into these guys' speed. Yes, I love DJ Turner because he was a Michigan man, but he maybe cost Michigan a shot in the National Championship. That's almost there right there. Geno Smith got his big contract, three years, $150 million. At the time of this episode, I don't know what happens today. I don't know if Lamar Jackson gets tagged. I don't know if he gets a large extension. I don't know if he gets traded. I don't know what happens with Daniel Jones. I don't know what happens with Saquon Barkley. I don't know what happens with Derrick Henry. So it's interesting right here. We're going to talk about later on in the episode with the NFL. But tag day is today. Great combine we had. Let's move to MLB. We had an interesting week. A lot of injuries are going around in MLB right now. Before WBC, see Jose Katani get injured. Is the pitch clock? Is this? Is that WBC coming up soon? That's about for the headlines this week. Now, take the week. This week's take the week. It's about college basketball. There is no clear number one in this year's college basketball season. No number one. Yeah, if Houston ranked number one right now, they have their flaws. They almost lost to Memphis. Yes, they're great coached. Yes, they can execute a late game situation very well. 
getting a buzzer beater would play that with Marcus Sasser. But this team still has some of their flaws. Kansas, they can lose games. They don't have a dominant center like they used to. Dave McCormick last year, they don't have him this year. Texas, you can have all the guards in the world. When your shooting goes away, you have your mistakes. A team like North Carolina, they did so great in that NCAA tournament last year because their three started to fall. This year, they can't get a single three to fall. That's why they're out of the tournament right now. That's why they're not playing so great. Another team, Baylor, they don't have a dominant big man. This is the problem with college basketball right now. There's no clear number one team because every team, there's no undefeated Gonzaga. There's no one lost Baylor. There's no great Michigan team. There's no great Duke team, great North Carolina, great Kentucky team. Every college basketball team can lose any single night. Even Alabama. Alabama lost Texas A&M. Each team has their flaws. You can be a great defense team, not a great offense team. No clear number one in college basketball this year. I'm really excited for the NCAA tournament. I have no clue who I'm picking right now. Last year, I kind of had a clue. I was thinking Arizona, and I switched to Kansas, and I got it right with Kansas. This year, not so sure right now. You have to wait till next week's episode to see my March Madness pick. That's about for Take of the Week this week. I was still a little NBA Top five. My top five NBA teams as of right now. This is not who I think is going to win the championship. This is not who's the best teams all time. This is the top five teams right now in the NBA season. There's no Grizzlies. There's no Warriors. There's no Lakers. Don't worry about any of that. Those teams can still be title contenders, but not right now. I'm going to throw one honorable mention out there. The New York Knicks. Balling out right now. New York Knicks playing great. They're top 10 NBA team. Not top five right now. Another one I'll throw out there. Cleveland Cavaliers. Number five, the Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr., Nikola Jokic. This is a great squad, but you don't have the dynamic duo of Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. It's a good duo, but it's not so much one of the best duos in the NBA. It's not a Kyrie Luka. It's not a KD Booker. Not a Booker-Paul type of duo. It's not that elite. It's still a good team, though. Well-rounded. I like the Nuggets at number five. Number four, Milwaukee Bucks. How far can Giannis take you? Because Giannis is the best player in the NBA, but how far can that take you? That's why they're only in number four. Number three, Philadelphia 76ers, James Harden, Joel Embiid. I think when it comes down to it, this might be the best team in the NBA just roster-wise. Three, Philadelphia 76ers. Number two, Boston Celtics. It's the same thing. How invincible are you? Jason Tam, John Brown take you to the finals again, or are you going to be a first-round exit, second-round exit like the Suns were last season? That's the thing with the Boston Celtics. Number two, Boston Celtics. And number one, the best team in the NBA. I said it on the Score Sports Instagram. The best team in the league right now is the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker, amazing. Kevin Durant, amazing. Chris Paul, amazing. You mix in some of these other rotational guys. This is a very good squad. They gave up some of that bench when you traded Cam Johnson, when you traded Mikel Bridges, some of that depth. But it's still very good, well-rounded squad, in my opinion. Cameron Payne, he's even good. It's a good squad, in my opinion. Number one, Phoenix Suns. Maybe same as college basketball. There's no clear number one in the NBA. If I had to pick one, I would pick the Phoenix Suns because you have the second best player on the planet, Kevin Durant. You have a top five guard in the NBA, Devin Booker. You have a legendary point guard in Chris Paul. No doubt about it. Phoenix Suns, number one for me right now. They don't have the best record. They're going to get up there. But one Phoenix Suns showing that was that game on Sunday against the Dallas Mavericks. What a game that was. That's why you have Kevin Durant push you over in those games. It's an amazing game right there by the Phoenix Suns. That's about for top five this week. All right, let's do score at sports Group. Score at sports screen for this week's bad drama. I previewed it in the headlines, but this is a bigger situation than just basketball. Past few months, past few weeks, there's been rumblings about John Morant. Obviously, the issue with the 17-year-old, obviously the finish line incident at the mall, obviously the incidents in-game, different stuff going on with John Morant. And I think this recent incident was just tip of the cap because he's the one broadcasting it. It's like the Paul Pierce situation from a couple years ago. Paul Pierce was the one who put out an Instagram Live that cost him his broadcasting career. John Morant's the one putting out his Instagram Live. He's letting the world see. I don't know if he has intoxication issues with that, but it's not somebody just 
filming him, recording him doing this, and then leaking it to TMZ. No, this is John Morant himself putting it out there. There's going to be issues coming out with John Morant. There's going to be issues with this Memphis Grizzlies team. There might be suspensions. There might be criminal things with John Morant involved in this. We just hope from Squared Sports that he can get the help he needs, that the Memphis Grizzlies are okay right now. Interesting situation. I like that Stephen Adams called a player-only meeting before this incident happened, kind of call out John Morant's behavior. He's a vet, Stephen Adams. He knows what he's doing here. It's a good team. Taylor Jenkins will have this squad ready outside of John Morant. People forget they had the biggest win in NBA history last season without John Morant. They beat the Thunder by 75 points without John Morant last year. So this is still a good squad without John Morant. Elite-level player. We just hope this doesn't cost his career from Squared Sports. John Morant. Let's see how it goes. Rest of his NBA career. Let's see what the NBA does in this situation. Leave your thoughts on that whole situation in the comments. That's Bob for Squared Sports Scream this week. Now, did you know, this week's day you know is, did you know no preseason number one in college basketball has ever missed the NCAA tournament ever? This year's preseason number one was North Carolina, and they might miss the NCAA tournament there. On the outside, looking in right now, did know that no preseason number one has ever missed the NCAA tournament. North Carolina's on the verge of breaking that record. Didn't know that? Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for didn't know this week. So when I was choosing my spotlight for this week, I thought about a lot of things. I thought about Michigan basketball, Juwan Howard, the fall they've had. I thought about NFL free agency, how it can affect those things. The one I landed on was Roki Sasaki. Do you have any clue who Roki Sasaki is? You probably don't. I do, and I'm affiliated on what this is right now. Japanese pitcher, 18 years old. He's playing in the WBC for Team Japan, gonna be teaming up with Shohei Otani, but this is a showcase for more players in the WBC that aren't in the MLB. He pitched two back-to-back perfect games last year. That's 18 innings, no hits, no runs, no walks, no hit by pitches, no nothing. Back-to-back perfect games. Elite-level pitchers can't even get a perfect game. Justin Verlander doesn't have a perfect game. Jacob DeGrom doesn't have a perfect game. I don't even know if Jacob DeGrom is no hitter. This is a great showcase for MLB players, in my opinion, including Roki Sasaki. Let's see how this goes with these guys. Can they cross over into MLB? WBC can be a great segue for guys who aren't in MLB to get in MLB, playing for these countries. Roki Sasaki, just another perfect example of that. This guy, if he can go in that league, and that's a good league, in Japan, Masahiro Tanaka's in it right now. Shohei Otani came out of that. 18 years old, and you're getting two back-to-back perfect games at 18 as a pitcher. He can be a elite-level pitcher in MLB. This is a showcase for that for MLB scouts, for more people, for more fans. WBC, I'm excited for it. That's my spotlight for this week. Now you know who Roki Sasaki is. Now you got more interest in the WBC starting tonight. So excited for WBC. Leave your thoughts in the comments. All right, so we just wrapped up the NFL combine where we saw a lot of quarterbacks put on display. Bryce Young put on display with his intellectual skills. CJ Stroud rocketed his arm. Anthony Richardson showed off his physical tools. And then Will Levis didn't really do so much, but he said he would. So let's break it down. QB report card. Let's dissect these four NFL draft quarterbacks. Because everybody thinks, you ask any GM, you can ask the GM of the Vikings, he might think Bryce Young's the best. You can ask the GM of the Chargers, he might think Andy Richardson's the best. You ask Texans GM, he might think CJ Stroud's the best. And then Will Levis can also be mixed in there. That's why it's so different. There's no clear number one. They all have their amazing strengths, and they all also have their amazing flaws. We'll start with Anthony Richardson. His amazing strengths are his arm strength, his physical tools, his 40-yard dash, his maybe ability to pick up game film, a lot of other stuff. But then you put on the tape, and he looks horrible. You can have a great game against Utah and then play horrible against USF. So you can show off the combine, but can you show off an NFL game? That's the thing with Anthony Richardson. For CJ Stroud, 
Maybe the intellectual stuff's there. Maybe the arm is there. But you don't really get that, oh, I see a leader in the locker room. He's not, he's kind of quiet. He didn't do much. He didn't beat his biggest rival. He didn't accomplish anything big in college outside of winning the Rose Bowl, which is the consolation prize for not being Michigan. That's a risk for him right there. But he also has the amazing strengths of hyper-athletic, hyper-accurate. A lot of other stuff CJ Stroud. For Bryce Young, you have the, oh, he's amazing intellectually. Oh, he can dance outside the pocket. Very accurate. Has good enough arm strength. But the bad side is his height. He didn't win a national championship. A lot of other things to Bryce Young. Will Levis, same thing. Great physical tools. Can be a great runner. Very athletic. Can hurdle a guy. Can throw the ball 80 yards. You put on the game film, not much is there. So for Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, you put on the game film. It's amazing. For Anthony Richardson and Will Levis, not so much. That's the difference. All these quarterbacks in the NFL draft right now, that's why it's going to be such a risk. Maybe none of them pan out. Maybe all of them do. That's my take right there. That's about NFL QB. My report card on all these guys. Leave thoughts in the comment section. Okay, so let's bring back a segment. It was called On Thin Ice. This week on Thin Ice are the bubble teams of college basketball, but I'm going to highlight one. Of course, my favorite team, my Michigan Wolverines. Every year under Juwan Howard has been an uphill battle. First year, you go from unranked to number three in the country to unranked again. No tournament that year. Year later, you go from unranked to number one, and then you lose in the Elite Eight. Last year, you go from horrible regular season to winning two NCAA tournament games, making the Sweet 16. And this year, the biggest of them all, the craziest of them all, very talented squad. Hunter Dickinson, Kobe Bufkin, Jed Howard, Doug McDaniel, Jalen Llewellyn come into season, he tears his ACL, Joey Baker off the bench. Terrence Williams, Will Cheddar, this is a very good squad with 14 losses. 14 losses to the Michigan Wolverines. Wait, you're saying crazier than 14 losses? 12 of them are by two or less possessions. We still have some bad losses in there. So, you've only been blown out twice this year. Arizona State and Penn State. The rest of the games were very winnable. All those games came down to two possessions or less. So that's six points or less. Every single game, 12 of those 14. That's crazy. That's bad coaching. Juan Howard cannot win a close game. The only close game I think he's won is Michigan tenure was that Wisconsin game where Hunter Dickinson hits a turnaround three-pointer to go to overtime, and they win it in overtime. You can't beat Indiana. Lost them by a combined three points. Not good. Illinois up by seven overtime with a minute left. Lose that game. Up by seven with 30 seconds against Iowa. Lose that game. That's crazy. Give two four-point plays. Michigan basketball on thin ice. Let's see how they do in the Big Ten tournament. You could have been the two-seed in the Big Ten if you had beaten Indiana when you had a 15-point lead. Now you're the number eight seed in the Big Ten. College basketball is funky, everybody. Michigan basketball is funky. Bad coaching, in my opinion, on Jawan Howard. I, think, I still think he can be a good coach because he's good recruiting, can drop some good plays because I've seen him do it before. Let's see how he does it in March. Let's see how they can do it in the Big Ten tournament. I think they might have to win it all to make that somebody tournament. Maybe have to get that automatic ticket. Let's see how it goes with Michigan basketball. That's about it for On Thin Ice this week. Still more to come. Scored Sports Lane Frank, episode 114. Let's talk some NFL free agency right now. A lot of stuff going to free agents. Giants, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. Let's talk about the guys who aren't free agents, though. Let's talk about the guys who can be traded, the superstars that are on the trade block right now. I'm going to tell you if they get traded or if they stay, the current team. Jalen Ramsey, I say absolutely yes. One defensive back is not going to change your whole season. Los Angeles Rams, in my opinion. Jalen Ramsey, not saying he's replaceable, but you can get another good defensive back that can do some of what Jalen Ramsey does. Jalen Ramsey still one of the best cornerbacks in the game, and a team like the Lions or another team like the Packers would be very lucky to get Jalen Ramsey. But still thought right there, Rams need to rebuild. They have almost no first-round draft picks in the next few years. I think the best thing for the Los Angeles Rams, and this is going to sound wacky, get a first-round pick or tank the whole next season because I think you do own your first-round pick for next season. Tank the whole next season, everything. 
get the number one overall pick and draft Caleb Williams. Stay in LA with him. That's how you rebuild your franchise. You just want a Super Bowl. The best way to refix it is by drafting a quarterback. Moving on, doing another rebuild because you messed this whole plan up. You probably may have to release Cooper. I mean, I'm not saying you have to release Cooper Cup, but if you can bring Caleb Williams, maybe the best quarterback prospect since, I don't know, Tom Brady, even though Tom Brady wasn't a high prospect, Caleb Williams could be the go to football one day. Patrick Mahomes. I think if you insert him in that offense, you're one, you could be great. This is a very long downline plan, but it starts with trading a guy like Jalen Ramsey. I don't want to get too far into that plan. It starts with trading a guy like Jalen Ramsey. I say yes. Derrick Henry, I say no. Why are you keeping Ryan Tannehill but trading Derrick Henry? For all, I think you would trade three first round picks to get Lamar Jackson or Trey Lance or somebody amazing. Keep Derrick Henry. That could be good for you right there. Derrick Henry, don't trade him, even though they might. DeAndre Hopkins, I think you have to. Kyler Murray is going to be out this season, probably most of the season. It's replaceable. It's a wide receiver. It's an aging wide receiver. But you can still dominate on another team. You probably still get a second or first round pick for DeAndre Hopkins, even though that trade value is low because three years ago, he only went for a second round pick. What's he going to go for now? DeAndre Hopkins, I say trade him. Nick Chubb, I say no. Yeah, bad year. Jacoby Brissett, Deshaun Watson, Kevin Stefanski. Ride it out one more year. If you have a bad year, then you can move on from Nick Chubb. I say keep him right now. Ride it out, Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb. I say don't trade him. That's about for my free agency. Free for all. What are these guys? They get traded. They stay on the current team. Leave thoughts in the comments. All right. Call of Juice Madness. We're one week away from the NCAA tournament. We're one week away from the bracket special, as you always do. Last year, I picked Kansas. You should have trusted me. You would have won a lot of money or won a prize in your bracket pool. I picked Kansas. Not making a pick right now. We're just going to talk about some of the conference tournaments. I regained my picks last week. Maybe going back on my Kentucky pick. Maybe going back on my Michigan pick. I'm still riding out my UConn pick for the Big East. I like my Texas pick for the Big 12. The rest of college basketball will be interesting. There's going to be some upsets. There's going to be some bid stealers like we've seen in the past few years. For example, Oregon State in 2021, they were not even close to being an NCAA tournament team. They stole a bid, won the Pac-12, and then they made it all the way to the lead eight. So that's about it for College of Madness this week. Bid stealers, college tournaments, madness coming up. Stay tuned. College basketball. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram to stay up to news with college basketball. Now, at the buzzer, this week's at the buzzer. It's about the great new NBA rivalry between the Suns and the Mavericks. It's been blowing up for a long time, everybody. From the Suns passing up on Luka Doncic, which they shouldn't have. That would have been a great duo. Luka Doncic and Deb Booker. To the Mavericks eliminating the Suns in the playoffs last year. Starting some beef between Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. And it all blew up on Sunday in that Suns-Mavericks game. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Friends, maybe turned foes, even though they're still friends off the court, maybe foes on the court. That was a great game between them two. And they see Devin Booker and Luka Doncic just jawing that, getting into fights. I love this new NBA rivalry. This might just be the Western Conference NBA Finals. I hope it is, because that'd be great. Really excited for the future of this rivalry. Really excited for the future of the NBA. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. John Morant, this is a fun NBA rivalry, not type of other stuff going on in the NBA right now. So if you want to stay in the Grizzlies, don't do this stuff. That could be good for you right there. Grizzlies, they can be contention if they can keep John Morant on that squad for the rest of the season. But right now, I love this Suns-Mavericks rivalry. Good for the NBA. Good for Kevin Durant. Good for Kyrie Irving. Good for Luka Doncic. Good for Devin Booker. Chris Paul. I think the Suns have the upper hand right now. That's about for the buzz of this week. Now, the best for last question today. This week's question is, who wins the World Baseball Classic? Team USA? Team Israel? Dark Horse? Team Cuba? Yohan Cespedes is playing tonight. Team Dominican Republic, Team Puerto Rico. They might be a favorite right now. Edwin Diaz, Francisco Lindor, Javi Baez. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. That's my question this week. 
That's bye for Squid Sports and Lane Frank, episode 114. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Follow Squid Sports on Instagram at Squid Sports for awesome sports news updates. Follow Squid Sports on Twitter at Squid Sport for sports debates. Follow Squid Sports on TikTok for more content at Squid Sports. Stay tuned. Best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week, episode 115, for our bracket special that we're gonna go on a few week highs. So next week, bracket special, March Madness, come with your brackets ready. I'm gonna give you my pick. Hopefully I can land Nash Championship right yet again. Pick Kansas last year. Hopefully I can name Nash Champion right again. Stay tuned.